The city of Worcester presents Woo Stories. Welcome, 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 everyone, to DYO's Woo Stories Breakdown Series. I'm one of your co-hosts, Frankie Franco. And I'm Vanessa Calixto. And today we're going to be breaking it down with one of our youth worker coaches, Alvaro Esparza, who is a longtime dedicated team member of Recreation Worcester and just part of the DYO fam. Thank you all. Uh, My name is Alvaro Esparza. Vanna said, I'm one of the youth worker coaches for this summer. However, previously I worked as a site coordinator in University Park or Crystal Park for the locals. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here, bro. Before we jump into Recreation Worcester and what you do, what the program actually is. We would love for you to talk a little bit about yourself. Anything you want to share? I know that's a big question. Like, who are you? But like, tell us, who are you? <laughs> like, yeah, what do you do? Anything you want to share with the listeners? I'm 23 years old currently, and I've been a youth worker since I was like around 16, 17 years old. Actually, the whole journey started because I came to the United States after graduating high school, and I did a gap program through AmeriCorps and the program was city year, working with kids in the classroom, assisting the teacher. I was placed in a Puerto Rican and Dominican mainly community in Boston. From there, I kind of like started that passion for me to, to start working with youth, with kids, helping out. Definitely saw that teaching and being in a classroom was not for me, um, but I appreciated the idea of you know working with, with youth and helping them out and doing activities and coming up with ways of distressing them out rather than giving them more stress as sometimes schools and the school system does. Yeah, and prior to the AmeriCorps program, did you want to work with youth? I really like volunteering and community work. I used to volunteer with the police actually back in Ecuador and we used to do a lot of like cleaning and helping in different neighborhoods and kind of like runs of bringing and distributing stuff and giving talks about like security and things like that. But I didn't know that I wanted to work directly with youth. I also, I always liked sports. And I thought that at some point I would like to be a coach, a soccer coach specifically. But I think that the more that I work with you, I definitely would like to do it. But uh, with you rather than adults. I think that in one way or another, you saw yourself being sort of like an influencer to younger people, right? Um, Even if it was just through sports. And it's really cool to hear that, you know, on your journey here, you had this first experience and... I had no idea. I know we've known each other a little bit, but I had no idea that you got your start in youth work in Boston. I also started my youth worker career in Boston. How did you move all of that here to Worcester? Right after I finished the first year as as a core member for city year, and I started for looking for jobs. I applied to actually work for Red Worcester the first summer, so probably that was 2017. But I was not able to work because I was already working for the parks. And I was actually doing maintenance on University Park. And it will be funny because on my breaks, I will see all the kids playing. And instead of going to get lunch with my other coworkers, I will just like change and go play soccer with the kids. The next summer, I was able to intern a little more, kind of like on the administrative side. 
And then finally, the next year, I was able to jump in as a site coordinator and kind of like run my own activities, a schedule and, um, you know, all those kind of things. But I've been volunteering for DYO um, in different aspects, you know. So can you tell us about Recreation Worcester? What does a typical day at Crystal Park look like for you when you were a site coordinator? Yeah, for sure. So Recreation Worcester itself is a free summer camp that is driven from you to youth. So a lot of the youth workers, it is, they're actually youth workers because they are maybe like 15, 16, 17 year olders making their first steps, or maybe they have a little bit of experience, but they are um, they're the youth workers, you know, they are running activities, they are preparing activities, they are assisting the kids. Um, and it's offering most of the parks around the city of Worcester completely free for students to come and also like family sometimes even join on the activities. And then my typical day used to start at 8 30, go. If you drive around the city of Worcester, you might see like little pots on the parks. And most often those are the ones that Recreation Wooster is using. So we, we have all the materials there, our tent, our chairs, our table. And that's how the day started. You go, you open up, you kind of like set everything to have a little, you know, a little like tiny outdoor office so you can receive the kids and check them in, um, checking with the parents, see how the kids are doing. And then breakfast was given by the Wooster Public Schools get that breakfast it a little bit and then we go from there to have two or three activities per period of day so in the morning and afternoon so we will start like going with the park and just playing tag then we will come and do a little bit of like our activity you know like doing stuff with beats painting having a race of purple airplanes things like that and then we'll switch to sometimes do some sort of like learning about like for example the virus i remember last year one of our youth workers had a good idea to kind of like teach kids how to use this show and she had like pepper flakes or like a little bit of pepper and then she will show them how like, oh, wow. by washing your hands you will be able to keep those pepper like things away and it was the same explanation of the virus and then we will go into lunch same thing and then after that we usually will have like a quick check-in as a team last year we were lucky enough that um also the library gave us some books i definitely saw that happening i would come in and you guys had a circle and kids were sitting down reading their books in the shade, which was adorable. Yeah, and it, it actually worked out pretty well. And it's funny because I don't know if anybody from the audience or here on the panel has watched Hentified. And there was this quick idea that is called a taco project. Every kid that reads a book and shares the whole story of the book will get a free taco from this taqueria and so what we did with my staff we did kind of like a tacky program so for every kid we'll get a bag of tackies and it worked pretty well that's why the reading circle worked out i love it i love it you're making it work you know you're meeting them where they're at and where they're at is their love for tackies right now and that's okay that's totally fine And you said a lot of things that, that you used to do with the youth. And yeah, I want to emphasize that all of that was free. Free activities, free books, free food that we offer at the parks. And how old were your youth at University Park? It was very diverse. I had a few that were joining very young as like six and seven year old. And then I also had from there until they were like 
11, 12, even a couple of 13-year-olders. And it was actually very helpful because they often took the lead for activities and it was easy to kind of like make them a, like, uh, like an unregistered youth worker. Since we had around like 15 to 90 students constantly coming, so we had a um, set number that were coming constantly. And how were the staff? The staff, I had a couple of very new youth to like youth working and they were 15 and 16. And then I had a couple of other ones that were like 20, 21. So it was kind of like a good, because there was a good uh, sense of mentorship among the youth workers. And that's the culture we try to create. Yeah, a lot of times the youth workers who come on board, this is their first job ever. You know, and you think about it because like, I remember being their age. We all remember being that age, right? And you're like, I, I need my own money or I need to help my parents out. And you go to these places and you apply and you have no experience. So us being able to give these kids the opportunity to come to the parks and we teach them like, it's okay that you don't know. We're all learning together and we give them that experience. And now they're able to put this on their resume. There's so many people that came out of Recwood that's doing great work in the city now. But they started off as campers. They moved up as youth workers and eventually site coordinators. And like yourself, you're a youth worker coach. And then when they go beyond to do other things, they have all this experience of doing all this youth and community work and talking with parents that they're able to get jobs easier. And talking about like growing, how has Rec Woo helped you grow personally and professionally? Just feeling a little more confident and trusting the work that I do, knowing that um, the decisions that I was making, it was right and it was for the well-being of the youth workers. Just trusting myself, I think that was kind of like the biggest takeaway that I take from all of the jobs that I've been doing. You know, you're in your five senses, making sure that the calls that you're doing, you trust yourself, you believe in your staff, you believe in your kids. And I think that's kind of like the biggest takeaway for me. And I really think like everyone should do some type of youth work because everything you do learn in youth work is transferable to like any aspect of your life. Yeah, shout out to you because it is hard work, but you're doing great work out there. And your whole experience of dealing with Division Youth Opportunities or even Rec Woo, like what is your favorite memory or memories? Whew, I have a couple, definitely. Um, last year, seeing the most of the kids came back every single day, knowing that my side and they will like look forward to coming in the morning and being like, yeah, we're coming to the camp. We're going to do this today. You know that parents can make kids go. But the fact that kids wanted to go, it's a whole different thing. But now as a youth worker coach, I think that um, kind of like reaching out and checking in with the staff and seeing them that sometimes, you know, they are like the first couple of weeks, they were like, I don't know if I'm suited for this job uh this is going on like it's too hard but then yesterday i was having a couple of conversations with staff and they were like oh i love it you're doing it you're doing the job you're doing amazing work so to wrap this conversation up what is one key key takeaway from RecWoo that you would like to share with the community, with anybody that's listening out there? I think the first one is that, as we all mentioned, it's free. Make sure that you can register your kid in any park, uh, especially in a summer, in a hot summer day. It's all, always fun to have your youth going and just like creating new experiences and hanging out and meeting new youth, seeing that mentorship from youth workers, from youth, uh, from site coordinators. Um, but yeah, that, that idea of mentorship, I think that for anybody that is listening and is thinking of like, you'd working or any kind of work just remember you know people are always looking at you 
I personally take it as a, just as a way of like, you're always seen to learn because you're being a role model for a lot of people, even though you don't realize it. So yeah, those are my, my takeaways. I feel like that's what I learned and that's what I would like to share. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's used too. Like, I tend to forget that as well, that even though folks may not say anything to me or even us as a team, but we are being watched and we are setting an example. We are setting the tone and our team is special in a way where we do represent the community that we serve and representation does matter in these cases, because then they see people of color doing these, this kind of work and we inspire them to do that just by them watching us. Just me pulling through in my car, like, hey, here's some water. I didn't know that was a job. You just bring water to kids. It's like, yeah, that's my job. And you're really doing that and you really are having an impact that you may not even be aware of, that you don't even know because they, they watch you, they see you. And I think that's a big, big takeaway that you're taking away from Recruit. And that listeners are also taking away, just a reminder for everybody. And we are being watched, even though we don't think we are. It takes a village. Like, these kids are watching you. They see you in the parks, but they're also going to see you in the community. Like, how many kids do you run into in Maine South, Alvaro, that are like, I was in your campsite or whatever. Like, that happens. I'll be running and they come and they will be like, hey, 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 my brother just hit me. And I'm like, I'm just running. I cannot go into your house and break down like this. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not in my in my uniform right now, but I can tell you that you can walk away from the situation. Right. She's like, yeah, yeah, I remember. I, remember. I love to hear that. No, but for real, like, so it takes a village like you are a part of that village that is raising this child. Right. Like it, you don't have to just be a mom or a father or a sibling like. You're someone in the community that is actively being a positive influence, a mentor, a guide to this child. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your experience and your wisdom. Yeah, thank you. And continue doing that. You're going to continue to have us to support you. We are also part of your village. And we want to thank you for sharing your story, sharing your journey. And we hope listeners learn more about Recreation Worcester and what we do and what folks like yourself do and the impact we have at the parks. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Woo Stories is a production of the Division of Youth Opportunities. It is produced by Frankie Franco, Vanessa Calixto, Liza French, and Esther Diarujo. Our theme song is Gone by Mora Beats. And this episode features Riviera by Smith the Mister. Malikon by Soip. And You and I by Soip. Thank you to the youth workers that join us on the podcast. Thank you to all the youth workers who represent the DYO in our programs in Worcester. And thank you for listening.